I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. Huh? I gotta think of a way to get, huh? I gotta think of a way to get this money by tomorrow. The Black Aristocrats Podcast. Come grab your bowl of this informative gumbo. Smoke a ball. And then we'll burn. Smoke a ball. And then we'll burn. A new episode every Friday. <laughs> payday for some, and it ain't payday for others. But shots out everybody getting paid every day. Black Aristocrat shit. This is the Black Aristocrats Podcast. Sometimes, bitch. Yo, yo, yo. We here, man. We here for another one, man. You know, first of all, we got to give praise and glory to the most high, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Thanks sir. for waking us up this morning. Thank you for keeping everybody safe as much as we possibly can, especially at a time like this. That's um, right. So to all the people out there, all my fellow crats, you know, if y'all wondering who's that voice in the background, man, we got my dog back for another one, man, Mr. Isaac Cooper from IMC Financial, man. What's up, homie? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's happening? Happy to be back, my brother. And I truly enjoyed that uh, that intro, baby. Hey, yes, I sir. It. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> we trying, man. We trying to get everything together, man. Um, Just real quick, this is a first time video conference for me, you know, but uh, mm. these are the measurements we got to take right now, man, at a time like this. I wish I could dap you up. But I can virtually dap you right. up, homie. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. You know. That's right. That's right. That's so, right. So, uh, um, let's get into it, man. How you been, brother? Man, everything is well. Like you said, um, last time we connected, it was face to face, so we was able to, you know, do the brother dap and, and convene and see the fam. But in the midst of this whole pandemic right now, um, everybody's sitting down. You know, and so um, for me, the the way in which we operate on a day to day basis, I'm usually out and about. Um, so we got a little one year old, you know, we got a little man here, we got another baby on the way. And so we still operate in regards to business. Um, but, you know, I can go in between the meeting and go kiss him on the cheek, pop in, and you know, keep keep going. And so um, it's just a blessing to be completely honest, brother. To you know, to have a home, you know, to be able to have food in the fridge, to be completely honest, like this, this situation really should force folks to appreciate the basics, man. Like just, just truly the basics. And so, um, everything else has been good. Otherwise, everything else has been good. So, so basically, um, it has its advantages, man. Uh, this whole quarantine thing, man, you know, so, um, uh, people don't look at it as, as a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? You could always mm -hmm. find some positive out of all of this. You know what I'm saying? So um, speaking of this pandemic, man, it has put a lot of people um, in, in compromising situations. Um, most folks, yeah. um, um, other folks, especially like myself, um, it's, it's got me to the point to where I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, man, because the future right now seems very uncertain. Um, mm. what's, what's, what's some of the rising financial challenges that, that you have been coming across that a lot of people you see are facing at a time like this? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, um, I think what this situation is is really magnified more than anything is the the financial setting of Americas of Americans, right? Like there is this, I would say, not even instability, but there's this malnourishment that each household has when it comes to finances, and it's less about what's in the bank, but more about you know your your financial knowledge. Because if there was this consistent um, education as uh, that we have exposed to if it's either through middle school, high school, college, like if there's this environment that people can walk through to get the education, get that exposure to know how to navigate with their dollars, um, then an emergency fund 
would really make sense, right? That three to six months of savings that should be saved up right now. Um, and then there's those that don't have it, right? And so this has really showed that people were not prepared for a situation like this. Um, it shows why financial literacy and financial education is important. Um, but more than anything, to your point, there's households that still are bringing in income. And then there's households in which their income is pretty much week to week, right? They're getting notices by their employer to say, hey, look, we're figuring things out. Is that be around what's coming in? And so um, the unfortunate part is just the, the uncertainty with one's money. If there's any pros that I've seen around and especially around community and seeing how the community's reacted. I know specifically, you know, we're up here in Birmingham. It's been, it's been very unique seeing how, how the community has stepped up and said, all right, you know, even though you may be a restaurant worker, hourly employee, you know, I still want to support this. And so we're going to come up here and bring X amount of cash and give it to all the bartenders. Like it's, there's been this intentionality to really help folks, but um, it's just really showed, you know, importance of having it. Um, it showed the importance of set money aside on a week to week, month to month basis. Um, but it also shows that, you know, if you're not in the top tax bracket, some of the stimulus uh, may not be slated towards you once they start making decisions. Yeah. And so there's a good bit there. Absolutely. So, so um, a, a question that I think a lot of people is asking themselves um, um, and the experts is, at a time like this, should we really be still trying to save money or rationing out, if, if, if that makes sense, for lack of a better term? Especially like in yeah, areas where you know in areas where where money is important, should should, should we yeah. be saving or like rationing out? Because you know, like I said, you never know. The future is so uncertain, man. So it's like, hmm, should, is it time for me to break the glass or or should I, you know, should I just take it right. take it piece by piece? I think in this time, so regardless if you lost income or not, and I'm gonna start there. Regardless if you lost income or not in this situation. The one thing that we're all doing is, is that we're staying still. So now that we are in one location and we are confined to a certain amount of space, we should be doing some research on what we've done previously. So the pandemic really kicked off around the second week of March. So the second week of March all the way until today gives you information on how you spend money when you're at the house all day, right? I would look at the month of February, the first two weeks in March and say, okay, when everything was in normal, like everything was, is, you know, business as usual, how did I operate? How did I operate when it came to finances? And let that give you the information on when you get out of this pandemic, that's how you're going to adjust it. So regardless if you lost income or not, let this situation be the, be the moment where you get data, get information on how you've been spending money. Um, because that's really going to dictate how you're going to adjust in this situation. Gotcha. So to the set, to the set, to the, to your question specifically, all right, should I either balance my money out on a week to week basis? Should I be, um, identifying if it's like food, water, or shelter? If it's none of those three, I ain't got nothing on it. Right? Or should I try to save a little bit? The, the biggest thing is going to be boiled down if you if you're still making money if you're still making money then you have the capacity to be more proactive and more offensive with your finances if your money is becoming more and more obsolete based off of the hours work or based off what your employer is telling you I would be more I would be more committed on what it's going to take to live on that week to week basis I wouldn't even think about over the next two months I would go on a week 
to week basis. And then whatever the priorities are, you, you make sure you have enough cash on hand to handle those priorities or you have enough cash you have access to to handle it. Right, so, right, okay, right. Now, um, another question, what are the ways that we can protect our money at a time like this, man? Because a lot of people are saying, you know, the economy is going to crash, um, we're going to face a recession, you know, it's a lot of rumors with all that going on and what's some ways that we can protect our money, man? Yeah, so um, so we're pretty much in a recession. Um, we're 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 in it now. Um, one of the things when you look at a situation like this is that you want to be very clear on when you want to have access to your money, and so that's why when you look over your budget, if it's on a week to week basis over the last couple of months, you're going to see where you've been defining your own money. What like what items have been defined that my money has been going towards. Once you get that crystallized, you'll be able to then start creating a safety net yourself because you can start setting money aside and not disrupt that. And so the market, when it looks, when you, if you're invested in the market, if you have a 401k, things of that nature, the question is, when do you need to have access to that money? If, it, if you're saying, you know, at least over the, over the next 10 years, then you shouldn't be too concerned about the, the money that you see right now. We've been you know, there's, there's a number of folks that said, hey, treat your 401k like your face and don't touch it, right? Like if you're in that time frame to where, all right, let me just let that money set aside because even from a practicality standpoint, you know, we're, you know, we talk about the stock market and when we look at an individual stock, an individual stock is, is a representation of a share of a company, right? And so I wouldn't look at it as the stock or a share, I would look at it as the company. So when you when we look at this situation, there are certain companies, even though they had to practice social distancing, even though they may have had to shut down, that company is still going to be needed after this pandemic. And so don't be too short term in your thinking in regards to making any decisions about, oh, you know, I need to take my no, 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 no. Make sure you speak with a professional first. Um, but two, make sure, you, you know, before you put any money in the market, you want to know when you want to have access to it. And so that's part of sitting down with someone. But I think the protection measures is, is saving cheese, man. You got you got to stack yeah. your bread. That's what it's going to, that's really what it's going to boil down to. Yeah. So that's not fun. It's not sexy neither. Nah, you know, it's not, not yeah, like, man, I can't wait to save money. <laughs> no, nah, I'm trying to go do something with it. Right. And so, uh, but that's it, you know, and it's just like doing, just like working out, bro. It's just like working out. You could do, you can say, all right, I'm going to get these abs, do 200 crunches the first day. Right. You look down, you ain't going to be too happy, right? <laughs> like, it's the repetition yes, of those crunches that's going to get you to the point to where, so just know it's not going to feel good in the first couple of times you do it. But there is going to come a point to where you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I got some bread over there. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's, it's um, even as I sit in this chair, so if I only put two screws in a chair and it requires six, I'm not going to feel comfortable sitting down, but I'm still going to sit down. I like it, man. Well said, man. Well said. Now, um, a lot of things, too, we've been seeing as far as a lot of credit companies, a lot of uh, uh, mortgage lending companies um, and so forth, uh, and sh um, your loans with your cars or whatever the case may be. A lot of those folks, man, have been given like, I don't want to call breaks, but they've been being a little lenient as far as those payments go. Now, mm -hmm. some companies been saying, hey, we're going to wipe the interest away and then, you know, defer your payments and charge you on the back end or extend your loan a little mm. bit. 
um, other people been saying, hey, don't do that because um, it could put you behind as far as your payments go because eventually the more you pay your payments, it happens. We're per- we not perfect. You know, you're going to lose count of, oh, okay, you know, did I make this payment or I can't remember. You went three months right. without paying it or I ever loaned this pandemic last. Um, right. What's your opinion or thoughts on that? Should should some folks take that or, or should they also be aware, be aware and read the fine print as far as that goes? by not getting lost in the sauce. And because at some point, basically what I'm trying to say if, to not lose the people, at some point, man, you got to even out those numbers. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's a catch as far as, okay, we're going to wipe your interest now, but you know those banks, credit lenders, and those companies like that, they're not going to take a big hit that much. So basically mm-hmm. they're going to have to find some way in the future to make those interest rates level out. So what my question is, do you think they're going to charge higher interest rates whenever we come out of this? recession or people should just sit still and not even fall victim to that man if you got the money just keep on paying your payments you know if, you, mm. if you're mm. in a tight position go for it if it if it if it floats your boat that's a no that's a that's actually a really good question um so to your point if you've been impacted by by this by this financially to where you have less money coming in i would once everyone is listening, I would individually reach out to whoever you owe money to, whatever lending institution. It, it could be as big as student loans, it could be credit cards, it could be wh- whatever it may be. I would reach out to them individually, especially if you've been impacted. If you've been impacted, call them like yesterday. Don't make no assumptions. Call them. Um, once you speak with them, let them know how you've been impacted and see how they'll adjust. There's some, to your point, uh, that may say, hey, we may freeze interest or some may say, hey, you don't have to make the payment until, you know, October, November, but whatever they say, make sure you get it in writing, right? Get some type of confirmation, paper trail, email that over to me. That's Who am I talking to? Get your rep number. Like you don't get you a paper trail, especially when it comes to your money is uh, on money that you could uh, defer to later on down the road if, you're, if you've been impacted. Student loans, I know it's been released that and those that have student loans, they've been getting emails about, hey, you ain't got paid till September 2020 or whoever your uh, student loan provider is. But ultimately, I would still reach out to them individually. Get like get confirmation just because you don't want anything to negatively to uh, impact your credit. Um, now, with this, with the interest rate environment, right? So everything, this is a low interest rate environment. Um, you know, interest rates is really is is really off of like supply and demand. So usually in a recession, you have less people utilizing their cash. And so what the banks or what the financial institutions are going to do, what the federal government is going to do, they are going to make it more attractive for you to use your cash. That's why when this whole pandemic started, they lowered interest rates, right? Because they knew that we were anticipating that we were approaching a recession. And so with interest rates being dropped, what what really what this whole situation should show everyone if you got money everything that's happened thus far is is for your advantage all of the fiscal policy that they especially the initial fiscal policy that was put in place to help the americans it went to the people that have assets that's why it went to businesses first right that's why interest rates dropped Unless you have property, if you got property, you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're moving and grooving. And if you're looking to get more property, 
you could use somebody else's money for cheaper the amount than you would have if the economy was better. So if you got cash, that's why saving is less for the rainy day, it's for your ability to be able to get offensive as well and start looking at this as an opportunity. Because just even as we talked about with the businesses, these businesses are going on discount. Um, so yeah, interest rates has a trickle down effect at every aspect of the tax bracket, at every aspect of the economy, to lending money, right, to uh, what it takes for uh, business businesses to use that money to pay employees and all those different aspects. But I do, we definitely do anticipate interest rates are going to go back up at some point, right? There is that, it has that that swinging effect based off of the season and the economy. Um, I would just I would just encourage each individual to to really look at their situation. Don't use someone else's situation. Take the way they responded to that information and say, okay, I'm gonna do the same. That's not your situation. They don't make what you make. They don't have your expenses. They don't have your liabilities. They don't have your responsibilities. And so that's that's one thing I definitely want to say. I've seen a lot of it. Like, hey man, I spoke with this person. So yeah, so I ain't gonna do no 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 no. Check your situation <laughs> and see what applies there. So you, you can make what's in the best interest for you and uh you and your family. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So you know, um this has been very tough on not only um the people, but just to break it down a little personal, man, family and friends and stuff, man. So um at a time like this, I always like to make light of the situation, man. Uh we gotta laugh about it a little bit, man, just to keep the morale high and good. Um I'm not gonna get there yet, but the first question I want to ask you: I seen Freddie <laughs> Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs, man, you know the rapper. He says something very important that I think a lot of people don't realize. And then again, it still comes with the the financial literacy of things, as you would preach. Um, yes, sir. Take the twelve hundred bucks or fifty mm. to a hundred points on your credit score. I'll start and answer that question first. Um, I'm not in a, a, a good financial uh, uh, place, but even most people would say, hey, I'm taking the 1200 I need the money. No, man. Me personally, I would take the 50 to 100 points of the credit score because I feel like, like you said, at a time like this, let's get on the offensive, man, and I'm going to try to squeeze out a business loan or something, man, and, and try to make something shake with the proper plan. You know, most people mm -hmm. will get that little bit of money and thinking they can do whatever with it. You know what I'm saying? Let's, right, not, right. let's not let that be the case. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I also thought about it like this. Okay, the $1,200, if you was in the right predicament, man, you could use that to pay some bills off and boost your credit score. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So it's, it's various ways to think about it, man. But uh, how would you go about that situation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, hey, these questions I love the most. Um, so, because there's so, there's so many different ways I'm in which you can you. unpack it. I'm trying you know what I'm saying? There's so many different ways. Because this is what I immediately said. I said, all right, 1,250 to 200 on your credit score. I said, okay, I know I would take the 1,200 because I would use a portion of that to make sure my credit score increases by 50 to 100. Now I got cash on hand, you know what I'm saying, to do other things with. So I would take the money because I know what it would do to increase the credit. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't apply it towards bills. This is It's funny you mentioned that because I would tell folks, if you're getting this money, I would get the lowest amount of money, the lowest amount of secure credit card that you can get. Get a secure credit card, maybe two to $300. Yep, exactly. If you can do that, man, you may, you may see a 30 to 45 point increase in the 
month or two. Oh, right? even, oh even a gas car, um, right? right? Even a gas yeah, car, yeah, like a yeah, gas station, yeah. something two, three hundred dollars. Start somewhere, right? Man. But, right. but I guess it's better right. to get a secure credit card from the bank because they hold more spending power, right? Well, yeah. So with the secure credit card, the way it reflects to the credit bureaus. So with the unsecured card, you go in, you fill out the application, they run your credit, and they say, okay, this is what you've been approved for. It's a limit of five hundred dollars and a thirteen percent interest rate. With a secure credit card, you're going in with your money. Yeah. I got $300 and that's the limit on this card. So the bureau is going to be like, oh, he, oh, he extra uh, responsible because he used his own money and then gave it to us, right? To say, this is going to be my limit. So the way it reflects to the credit, it, it just, it's, yeah, they're going to be like, okay. And so that's why it has that type of impact to one's credit. Uh, not only that quickly, um, but also, you know, in that type of manner. And so I would definitely um, leverage the 1200 to get a secure credit card to increase my credit. And then I'll probably get another 900 to a stack and do a few other things with. And in our terms, fellas, ladies and gentlemen, fellow crats, it's called finessing. You feel me? You have to finesse it. Finesse it in a good way. <laughs> you dig? So, so now let's get to it, man. I, I put JB on the hot seat, man, and a few other guests on the hot seat. It's time to put you in the hot seat. Uh, it's okay. Crack Gauntlet. So we are, <laughs> we had a building, man. We're going upstairs. Let's just say we got, we're going to a conference that you're teaching, man. Me and you walking. Okay. The, me and you walk in the elevator, right? We're going to the sixth floor. All right, as the door closes, an older lady walk in. She has hella bags. Like, she's struggling to get in. As the elevator closes, she says, could y'all <coughs> help, help me <coughs> with the rest of my groceries? What you doing, big dog? Um, and you talking about in the midst of, like, the coronavirus? Exactly. Right <laughs> in the midst of this pandemic right now. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I know the, the Lord know my heart. He knows my heart. Woo. I will pray. I'll say, good Lord, hey, I need your cover right now. Cause I know for me, I'm gonna go grab them bags. Okay. I'm gonna grab them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like and just and, and just be like, let that be my covering. But I'm gonna grab them. But I am gonna be like, uh <laughs> I don't know about that, right? I am gonna second guess it. You but better I know I'm grabbing things. I know me. You better. Yeah. Than me. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm sorry. I'm gone. I'm gone, and my answer never changed, bro. If you riding with me, you can't ride with me on the way back, bro. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> hey, appreciate. He, we need more heroes like you, man. But I'm gone. <laughs> uh. so, so there we go, hey. man. There's still some good brothers out here, man, in this world, man. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so man before we get out of here man thank you man um the people really got some knowledge from you man um i didn't want to make this long or keep you because i know you're a busy person especially at a time like this um lastly man anybody you want to shout out man you know leave us with something positive you know that we can hold on to especially at a time like this man um we open ears yeah most definitely bro if anybody man i'm gonna shout out wifey bro yes, you know what i'm saying yes, like she 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 honed down the fort yes Lord. um like i said we got another one on the way and so even as appreciate it bro um and this is as you know I'm, I'm already moving around a good bit but it's even with within this whole pandemic just 
sharing as much as possible. Uh, that's when, when you hit me up, bro, that's why I was like, yo, ASAP, whenever you ready, let's do it. Appreciate you know it. what I'm saying? Because I know um, what you sow into your audience in regards of just wisdom. And, and so I want to make sure that they get it in lockstep as well. Um, but yeah, man, just being able to see how wife will hold down the fort, man, outside of that, bro, just the, just the IMC team, you know? And so just we growing, bro. And we, we, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hashtag planning, man. man. I'm getting my emails, man. And yes, you know, I've been looking at them, man. So um, y'all keep up the good work, man. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to IMC yes, team, man. You know, yes, and, and like they say, man, you know, a great leader, man. You're going to see the results, not by him, but by the people around him. You know, so uh, right. you, you're doing a great job, my brother. Keep it up, Ken. Appreciate it, brother. You know, Appreciate before, it. Appreciate before we get it. out of here, man, you know, all the crats, man. Y'all listen up, man. My dog got a big announcement, man. Let's let, the people, let's let the people know what you got coming, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, we will be launching our podcast, Assets and Athletes. I'm super excited about it. Um, man, it, 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 there's so much in it that I feel like the world not only needs, but I need to be able to leave in the world. You know what I'm saying? What, I, what I'm here to do. And so um so it's gonna be dope man the 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 premise of it is um we're gonna be interviewing athletes um regardless of if you make it to the league and a lot it's gonna you'll have nfl nba you'll have players all across the the realm but you know we want to go find those athletes even if you were you know a high school quarterback you blew your knee out in college um and next thing you know you build an amazing construction company we want to hear about you if you were a uh, uh, a soccer player right down in Orlando moved to uh, Argentina and now you're on one of the top teams and 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 you built a company that helps, you know, ex- I, we want to hear people that are leveraging being an athlete to build an asset for themselves. And right. unfortunately, we only see um, athletes at the level, at the most professional level, but there are folks that have that were, that are still athletes just based off how they are from their mindset and all that good jazz that needs to be highlighted because um, a lot of these kids, when we see athletes, we only see them at that highest level at which we want to aspire to. But there's more kids that don't make it to that next level and they need to know how to transition. So we want to go interview folks that transition very well, that leverage being an athlete um, to create assets for themselves. So it's going to be dope, man. It's going to be dope. Super excited about that. Yes, sir. I like it, man. I like it, man. So, athlete and assets, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go ahead and get that, man. And um, make sure y'all subscribe. You know what I'm saying? When you got plans of dropping that thing? Man, it's moving around. It may it may be in the month of April. April, worst case scenario, we'll say May. We're just going to put May on it, my brother. Okay, athletes and assets, man. And y'all know, soon as he drop, I'm going to spread and pass the word as well. So everybody go ahead and check my man out, man. Once again, thank you for coming on the podcast, my brother. Y'all stay up. You already know if there's anything you need, I'm here, man. And I know yes, vice versa the same, man. So I love you, my brother. Stay love up. you too, brother. And, um, Appreciate you, King. Athlete and assets coming out, man. That was Coop. My man from Isaac Cooper, I'm sorry. IMC Financial Planning, man. Y'all go ahead and check them out. Black Aristocrat Podcast, man. We are out. Black Aristocrat. This is the Black Aristocrats Podcast.